This is the Ballroom State of Mind podcast, episode 81. This isn't about dancing at all. Welcome to the Ballroom State of Mind podcast. I'm Amber Hader and I'm your host. I am an amateur ballroom dancer and I'm also a personal mindset coach. When I started dancing just a few years ago, I started to recognize pretty quickly the ways in which my head was getting in my way. And I could see it in the other dancers around me as well. So I determined pretty quickly, that I gotta find a way to get these mindset tools that I use in my professional life into the hands of dancers so that they can improve faster, they can have more fun, less anxiety, and win more. We all wanna win a little bit more, not only in our dancing, but in life. The tools I share in this podcast are gonna help you do both. Thanks for being here. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. It is December and the day I'm recording this, it's gonna be Christmas in a few days. And I kind of had a podcast in mind and I'm doing an interview later today and I was trying to decide what I wanted to do for the podcast this week. I thought, should I wait until I do the interview and publish the interview or should I do the podcast I had in mind or do I want to do something completely different? And I just decided that I want to do something a little bit different today than I had planned. Um, I did write out some notes, but it's something that's been on my mind for a little while and it's probably just because I'm being a little bit reflective of the season as well, but I wanted to talk about how dancing isn't about dancing at all. <laughs> okay. So here's where I want to begin is we all have challenges. We all experience challenges in our life. You cannot avoid them. The challenges are what make us grow and life is going to give you challenges, whether you like it or not. But those challenges, and I think I've kind of alluded to this before, or talked about it a little bit before in a previous podcast, but those types of challenges are the challenges that we don't get to choose. And those kind of challenges are the ones that life just presents to us and we kind of have to go through them. And this might be difficult bosses or difficult coworkers. It could be illness, cancer, chronic illness, chronic pain, injuries, it could be divorce. It could be grief from the death of a loved one. It could be strained relationships with adult children, friends, family. It could be a job loss. It could be financial hardship. Whatever it is, that tough stuff gives us the opportunity to grow. That's how we do it. When you don't have those hard things to go through, you kind of stay the same, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But Smooth seas don't make skilled sailors. So if you've experienced a lot of hardship in your life, I want you to consider yourself kind of special. I want you to consider yourself up-leveled in ways that other people just can't begin to understand. You meet new versions of yourself on the other side of that adversity. And even while you're going through the adversity, and, and even if you don't proceed through that or get through it very beautifully. Like even if it's a mess and it's kind of ugly, you get through it nonetheless. And you have no choice but to grow through it. 
There's a scripture in my faith that says, blessed are they who humble themselves without being compelled to be humble. There's lots of different ways you can interpret and apply this scripture. But one way that I apply it in my life is rather than wait for life to humble me with a lot of circumstances that I don't want to have to choose, then I'm just going to choose my own challenges that make me grow. I do know that life is still going to serve those challenges up to me, the ones that come my way. But if in the meantime, I choose challenges that make me grow, then that is going to help me get stronger. That's going to make me a more resilient person. And so when life brings me those challenges, I'm better prepared for them because I've grown a lot already. I already know that I'm strong, but I've I have that knowledge that I've seen myself do hard things before, and I can do it in this situation too. If you've been dancing for a while, then you probably know what I mean when I say, this is about dancing, but it's not about dancing at all. Dancing is just a container. And you thought you were choosing dancing because it's fun and because you love it because it's beautiful and you thought you wanted to have a social experience and you thought maybe you wanted to do it to help you stay active and keep your brain healthy. But you didn't know that you were signing up for a personal development program. You didn't maybe realize that it was gonna bring up so much of your stuff. I talk to clients every week and it brings up our insecurities. It brings up perfectionism. It brings up people-pleasing. It brings up difficult conversations that we have to have, communication issues. Multiple times this week, it was about communication with instructors, communication with studios. It brings up our body stuff, our body shame. It brings up our relationship with self stuff, the way we talk to ourselves, the way we relate to ourselves. It brings up um, our emotional instabilities. It brings up our coping mechanisms, and we have to realize if they're healthy or not. And we feel imposter syndrome and it brings up anxiety and jealousy and frustration among a lot of other really positive things too. But dancing has the tendency and the ability to bring up your baggage. Okay. That is very good news because bringing it up is how you process it. And it gives you the opportunity to change and it gives you opportunity to overcome that stuff if you want to. And listen, I don't blame you if you don't want to do that. If you don't want to overcome that stuff, if you want to just dance and keep it kind of on the surface and you just want to pretend that stuff doesn't exist, you kind of want to stuff it all back down and just kind of white knuckle through it and just move on to the next thing. Like no judgment for that. Okay. Cause this can be some tough stuff and it's not easy work to do. Should you choose to do it? You can totally keep it on the surface and just work on your skills and work on your technique and, you know, choreograph your facial expressions and, and you will get better and you will find success and you can keep it there. But you also have the chance to dig deep and to find what's blocking you, find what the issues are, let them come up, heal your relationship with yourself, heal your relationship with your world and the people around you. You could be able to dance and operate from a very authentic, grounded, but also light and love-filled place. It doesn't have to feel really heavy. It doesn't have to have all the density and 
like chaos around it emotionally. The kinds of things that you can do in this dance container is you can heal your critical self-talk. You can keep your high standards that the perfectionism gives you, but let go of the part where nothing's ever good enough. You can learn how to pat yourself on the back and celebrate your successes and learn how to celebrate other people and not be jealous. You can get to know yourself and know your patterns and forgive yourself, forgive your mistakes and your inadequacies and embrace your flawed humanness. You can release the need to be approved by everyone. You can stop being afraid to be seen, actually seen by others, which would allow you the vulnerability. It would allow you to learn how to tolerate vulnerability so that you can actually have intimacy with yourself and with others. You don't have to be so guarded. What if you could make peace with your body, actually love it, actually appreciate it for all that it can do? How it looks is not nearly as relevant as we think it is. And you can learn that loving it is the most effective way to change it if you want to. And that we're going to change it because we want to, not because we're going to be better and more worthy at the other end of that. Dancing can help you learn how to manage your stress, manage your anxiety, calm yourself down, not get stuck in fight, flight, freeze mode. You don't have to be so reactive. You can actually be more responsive from an intentional place. You could feel the whole human experience of all of your emotions and not only tolerate them, but even welcome them where you don't have to fear yourself. You don't have to fear your own reactions. You don't have to fear your own emotions. You get to figure out what really is most important to pay attention to? Who, what, why, what matters and what doesn't? And oh my gosh, setting boundaries, setting boundaries with people, setting boundaries with teachers, setting boundaries with a studio and other dancers, figuring out what is okay with you and what's not, what kind of treatment you're gonna allow and, and what you won't allow and won't accept from other people. And the resulting self-respect from that, the resulting self-love from that, I can't even articulate to you what that's like. You could operate more from love, compassion, acceptance, confidence, rather than operating from fear or doubt or judgment, condemnation, comparison. Even choosing to compete is you challenging yourself, pushing the limits of your capability seeing what you're made of. I could literally go on and on. Just know, if you're listening to this podcast, then you're a dancer. And just know that you are in the class of people that chooses your challenges. You're doing something few people are willing to do. People are genuinely confused when they ask me about my ballroom dancing. They're like, when you win, do you win lots of money? And I'm like, no, I don't even think it pays for my flight home. And then they ask, well, what are your goals? Like, where does this lead? And, I, and I'm just like watching their brain and their brain is going, well, wait, why are you doing this? Does it make you money? Does it give you notoriety? I like, are you trying to go pro? Like, because in their minds, it's like, oh, we, we got to get to the, we must be doing this to get to the elite level or make money or be successful or famous in some way. And these are the things that society uses to measure the value of a pursuit. After all to them, it's just dancing. And so I get it, but you and I both know it's not just dancing, is it? 
how can you explain how much it means to you? How can you explain how deeply it affects you? How can you explain how you feel so alive and challenged and expansive and how you feel so much like yourself in ways that I I can't even explain? How can you explain how much it changes you? You can't. If you know, you know. If you're on the inside, you get it. So for Christmas, this is what I want to give you. I want you to know that I get it. I see you and I honor you. I know what you're doing. I know the depths that you have to dive to and the things that you go through and that you overcome. And I know what it takes to dig down deep inside yourself to do this. I'm so, so honored and privileged to get to be on the inside of this experience for so many of you, my private clients, especially, but even in my joyful ballroom group and the people who reach out to me, who listen to this podcast, I'm just so honored to be a part of it and to get to witness and be a part of your transformations. And to me, you're magnificent. Like, mind-blowingly, insanely beautiful people. I'm so impressed with you. I'm so inspired by you. And it actually has very little to do with your actual dancing. I love you. Have a Merry Christmas. Catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Do you have a mindset coach yet? If you don't, you should really think about it because all of the best dancers, all of the best athletes, they have coaches. And it's not because they're weak, it's because they're smart. And they know that if they have gaps that they need to fill, they gotta hire the right people to fill those gaps so that they can fulfill their potential, become the dancer that they always dreamed that they would be. All right, so it's super easy to find out if private coaching is for you. You just get on a dance strategy call with me. It's free, it's simple, it's not very long. And I'll give you some strategies right away that you can apply right away. And then if we wanna work together beyond that, we can discuss it. But other than that, it's a super simple process. I'll leave information in the show notes about how to make that happen. So thanks for being here today.